Do you want to set your child up for success? Is tutoring out of your budget, or perhaps you're someone like me who just wants to save money on private tutoring? Is this a big school year for your child? You know, maybe they're starting kindergarten or middle school. Maybe there's another milestone coming up. Or maybe your family moved. Oh my gosh, I moved so much when I was growing up. And the kids are starting a new school. Or maybe your child is ahead and just not getting challenged enough in class. Well, IXL Learning is here to help. IXL Learning is a fun online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. It's powered by advanced algorithms. IXL gives the right help to each kid, no matter the age or the personality. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. That's right. It is school approved. So make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And how to be fine listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash fine. Visit IXL.com slash fine to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Again, that's IXL.com slash fine. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hey, by the book listeners, Kristen here. Did you know that you can receive a weekly by the book affirmation mini-sode plus the rules of every book that we've lived by? It's easy. All you have to do is become a member of our Patreon community. To learn more, go to patreon.com slash listen to buy the book. Again, that's patreon.com slash listen to buy the book, or just look at the episode description from today's show. The following podcast contains barnyard language and some adult content. So maybe listen on headphones if you're at work or around small children. Now, here's the show. Hey, Jolenta. Yes, Kristen. I've been thinking about nuns a lot lately. Nuns? Nuns? Why nuns? Because some of them, my friend, they have really bad habits. Oh, my <laughs> bad God. Bad habits. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> I walked right into that. Oh, my gosh, Kristen, no. But, Jolenta, they're not alone. I have bad habits. I'm guessing you might have a couple of bad habits, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, fortunately, Kristen, we are about to dive into a book that is all about habits. And no, not the kind of habits that nuns wear. Well, let's get to it then, because I'm Kristen Meinzer. And I'm Jolenta Greenberg. And this is By the Book. In each episode of Buy the Book, we choose a different self-help book to live by, follow it to the letter, and weigh in on whether or not it actually changed our lives. For this, our ninth season, we are living exclusively by self-help guides that you, our beloved listeners, have selected for us to live by. And today, we are living by Atomic Habits. 
an easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones by James Clear. James Clear was a sophomore in high school when a near-fatal injury on the baseball field threatened to destroy his athletic dreams. Medical intervention saved his life, and then a series of habits he adopted, including weightlifting, keeping a tidy room, and going to bed early, helped him to regain his strength and achieve his athletic potential. By the time he graduated from college, he was selected as the top male athlete at his university, named to the ESPN Academic All-American Team, and awarded the university's President's Medal. After graduating, Clear continued to enlist small habits when he launched his website, jamesclear.com, which included twice-weekly articles about his own habit-keeping. Within a few months, he had his first 1,000 followers. Within two years, over 100,000. Soon after, he launched a Habits Training Academy. National and international speaking invitations followed, as did a book deal. That book became Atomic Habits, an easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones. In Atomic Habits, James Clear posits that goals are good for setting direction, but systems are best for making progress. After all, winners and losers have the same goal, to win, but their systems create different outcomes. To change our systems, Clear lays out a plan which he calls the Four Laws of Behavior Change. These laws focus on small, seemingly unimportant changes we can all make as we aim to be 1% better each day. When practiced over years, Clear claims that we can fulfill our potential, bounce back from setbacks, and enjoy being happy with our day-to-day processes, rather than putting off happiness until we reach our milestones. Atomic Habits became an immediate hit upon publication, spending a year on the New York Times bestseller list, and as of this taping, has sold over 4 million copies worldwide. Here's how you do it, and note, even though the book claims to only have four steps, we identified six. Step one, adopt a new identity. It's easier to repeat bad habits or good ones when those habits are linked to our identity. For example, a person who says, I'm trying to quit smoking, is still identifying as a smoker. If they instead say, I'm a non-smoker, they begin changing their mindset. So decide what your new identity is as a first step to being the person you wish to become. Step two, make it obvious. To change habits, we must look at our current ones rather than mindlessly repeat them. So, make a list of your daily habits, then grade each as good, bad, or neutral. Write down a specific plan for when and where you will perform your new habits. For example, I will exercise for one hour at 5 p.m. at the local gym. Last but not least, design your environment for success, relocating both temptations and helpful tools. Step three, make it attractive. You're more likely to form and stick to habits when they're attractive. Start by bundling things you don't want to do with things you do. For example, if you love celebrity gossip but don't want to exercise, allow yourself to peruse gossip sites when you're on the treadmill. Belong to a tribe that practices good habits, as we're more likely to do things like work out when we have fit friends or join an exercise group. And create positive associations with your habits. For example, say, I get to rather than I have to before partaking in a habit you're trying to adopt. Step four, make it easy. Decrease the number of steps between you and your good habits by making things easy. For example, if there's a gym you pass on your way home from work each day, make that the gym you go to. Make future actions easier, for example, by chopping up vegetables on weekends so you have them to snack on during the week. Focus on habits that take two minutes or less, like reading one page of fiction before bed rather than reading a whole chapter. Automate what you can, like bill payments, 
and make it hard to partake in bad habits by doing things like muting group chats that tend to distract you. Step five, make it satisfying. What is rewarded is repeated. So build immediate gratification into your good habits. For example, by rewarding yourself with a bubble bath every time you exercise. To make bad habits unsatisfying, make them painful in the moment. For example, by having an accountability partner that you disappoint every time you fall short. Develop an addiction to your habits by tracking them. And when you fall off the wagon, get back on track immediately rather than screwing up your habit twice. Step six, go from being merely good to being great. Success is not a goal to reach or a finish line to cross. It's an endless process to refine. So keep revisiting your systems. Keep tracking yourself. Look for errors and ways to remain conscious of your performance over time. Reflect on your progress or lack thereof. And to avoid boredom, continually work toward making your processes easy, satisfying, or both. That's what the book says. And so that's what we did for two weeks straight. Okay, Kristen, I want to hear about your first week of living by atomic habits. Well, Jolenta, let's just say that before we even started to live by this book, I was already feeling really uneasy with it. Here I am confessing my concerns to Dean. This book is making me very, very tense. Why? Because it's not about habits for a day, a week, a month. It's for a lifetime to incrementally improve myself every day, every moment for the rest of my freaking life. And the idea of having to constantly improve as if I'm not good enough right now, it's making me really anxious. This book is really not making me feel good. Well, yeah. I mean, every day you don't get better, you're failing. <laughs> I'm only like 15 pages in. Ay, ay, ay. At least you're laughing while being super stressed out. <laughs> oh, that laughter only lasted for so long, though, Jolenta, because mm-hmm. not long after, I was groaning through step two. Mm, Okay, and step two is make it obvious. Yes, and for this step, the book suggests tracking everything you do for a couple of days Mm -hmm. and grading each action as good, bad, or neutral. But it seemed that everything I was doing was bad in the James Clear universe. I was hitting my snooze button three times each morning. I was wasting time on social media. I was eating cheese while watching TV at bedtime. And before you know it, I was starting to worry about my calorie intake and my Mm. weight and a million other things that James Clear obsesses about over and over and over again in this book, Uh, but that someone like me with a history of disordered eating should not be. So, Jolenta, I took 24 hours off from the book after that, and I'm sorry if that's not allowed. Oh, shut up. It's very allowed. I was even, like, starting to worry about you while I read it. I was like, this is a lot more about food than I thought it would be. Um, So I am glad that you are taking care of your mental health. You can, like, not even live by the book as far as I'm concerned if it, like, is too much. That would be the lesson we learned from the book. (laughs) Well, believe me, I definitely thought about ditching the book there. Mm -hmm. But then the next day, I just happened to have my semi-annual dental visit and flu shot scheduled. So I figured, why not ask my own medical professionals 
if they had any advice for me about habits, because my personal doctors, let's be real, know me way better than James Clear does. Right. And of course, they both had some advice to share. Here I am walking home afterward, mulling over that advice. So I just got out of my back-to-back appointments and my dentist wants me to brush less and floss more because my enamel is incredibly thin and my gums are receding and apparently I brushed my teeth way too hard because I just love to brush my teeth. I brush and brush and brush. And uh, my doctor wants me to up my dosage of calcium and vitamin D and maybe add some weight-bearing exercises even if it's just like uh walking because um, I am a lady and I need to take care of my delicate lady bones. So uh, yeah, these are my assignments. These are my atomic habits to adopt. Nice, nice. Those all sound very reasonable, very good advice. I like your doctors. Uh, What did you do next? How did you incorporate that all? (laughs) Well, I continued with step two, by making it obvious and laying out a clear health plan, which included one, taking vitamin D and calcium each morning, and two, flossing after each and every meal and snack. As for the exercise, that required a bit more thought. I, right. you know, I didn't want to go over the deep end. I didn't want to get obsessive about you know calories or tracking again. But then the world gave me an idea, or I should say, the gods of Target gave me an idea. Listen. What are you doing? I'm dancing. I'm dancing to the overhead store music. Oh, nice. What about these ones? That is a very cute mattress. But the point is, why not move our hips to the music while it's playing? It's just one more opportunity to enjoy our bodies. Here, honey. Swivel the hips. Do it. I'm trying. Do it. Enjoy your body, honey. Enjoy your body and target. I'd rather enjoy yours. Do it. That's right. I came up with a new exercise program, which I called Dance to the Unplanned Music. And here's Mm -hmm. how it worked, Jolenta. If I overheard music in a store, on the street, or anywhere else, I vowed that I would dance. The program had no schedule, no tracking, no punishments, just booty shaking when the music played. Nice. Wow. Um, That sounds so appealing, and it sounds like you're definitely doing some uh, step three right there, which is making it attractive. Yes, yes, yes. And I got to say, I was having a pretty good time with it. In Target, in the grocery store. I think grocery store music is the best. Oh, Uh, my gosh. They play the hits from I don't even know when, but uh, they're all the songs (laughs) I need whenever I go in. Yeah. Yes. And I even danced when I came across, like, TikTok videos with soundtracks. Wow, wow. I just shook it. I shook it, and I loved it. Nice. It's very Kristen. It's, like, not regimented. It's very free. It's very fun and expressive. I'm on board. Uh, What did you do after that? After that, I did some step four. Step four is make it easy. Yes. And for this, I put my vitamins right next to the water kettle so that every morning as I made my coffee, I'd remember to pop my pills. I also made sure we had plenty of floss, not just Mm. in the bathroom, but Mm -hmm. also next to my desk because I frequently eat at my desk. And I even slipped some floss into one of my jacket pockets so that I'd have it on me when I was out and about. And before you know it, I was flossing more than I've ever flossed in my life. I am so impressed. Way to set yourself up for success and like floss hack. 
by hiding it all around. It's like an Easter egg floss hunt. I love it. (laughs) Well, you'd think so. But then a few days later, I went out to lunch with a friend and it was a warm day. So I didn't have my jacket floss with me. Uh And honestly, it took every ounce of willpower not to spend half the meal just picking things out of my teeth. And here I am afterward when I got home. I just got home and I am so excited to floss because there's so much stuff in my teeth. And at the bathroom at a restaurant, I realized I didn't have my floss on me. But now that I'm flossing four times a day or more, oh shit, broke this floss. Maybe I'm flossing too vigorously. Anywho, now that I'm flossing four times a day, I'm like, I can't live without flossing four times a day. Uh, I'm so excited to be home flossing. Oh, Kristen, Kristen, we started so well, but this flossing situation is is starting to sound a little frantic and obsessive. Maybe, or maybe I was just facing the consequences of my own actions, as James Clear would say, aka dealing with the aftermath of not planning out my flossing well enough as James Clear would want me to. Oof. I don't know about that. I'm not sure. Anywho, we shouldn't be worrying about that now because, Jolenta, that's how I ended my first week. Mm. And now we need to be hearing from you and how you started off living by Atomic Habits. Tell us. All right. So after I finished the book, I wanted to start right away with tracking my habits so I could find out like what I was about and what I wanted to change. Ah, yes. Good old tracking. Step two, where you make it obvious. Exactly. So I grabbed my trusty bullet journal, my bujo, listed all the habits I partake in during the day. I had to stop every five seconds to write something down. And then I graded each habit the way James Clear says to as good, bad, or neutral. And Kristen, look, I don't want to be a Kristen, but I have to say, this is one of those rare times where uh, having lupus turns out to be a boon because I have a lot of, like, really good habits right now. Ooh, good for I, like, you. get up early without hitting snooze. I go to physical therapy. I drink tons of water. I'm, like, eating healthier. Like, it's made me get rid of a lot of bad habits. So once I finished my list, I was sort of bragging to Brad about how, like, all my habits are basically good or neutral, Although I think I graded less harshly than you, Kristen, because, like, I gave myself <laughs> TV time as neutral, and I feel like oh. you wouldn't. I thought James Clear would be mad at me for it. I don't know. It's to unwind at the end of the day. While eh, eating I cheese? I call it a neutral. I don't think he likes cheese. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> anyway, clearly I graded myself way easier than Kristen did. Um so I'm bragging to Brad about how, like, all my habits are good or neutral. And he uh, had to interrupt me to say he has noticed a bad habit that I neglected to list that has popped up a lot recently due to my mom moving to town. I'm just saying that you're a little tough on your mom when she doesn't say something that's exactly like... She can say something harmless, mm-hmm. and you feel like it's your job to, like angrily correct her i'm trying to help <laughs> okay i'm just like you think i'm hard on her do you think i think that you uh 
care so much. Mm-hmm. You care too much. I care so hard. You just care so hard. All the time she says I'm so hard on her, she's not, like, perceiving it wrong. <sighs> I, 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 some, um, most of the time I, I kind of think that she that might she's, be on to something. Right. Okay. All right. Well, that is some... I mean, I guess it's not new information, but hearing it from you makes it feel new. And, like, perhaps it's something to be looked at. (laughs) Perhaps. Perhaps it's a waste of everyone's energy. That's kind of how I see it. Like, perhaps one can't control one's mother, even when one's mother has a lot of anxiety. Perhaps. Like, yeah. Ooh, Jolenta. Really? Mm -hmm. Your mom doesn't love being corrected? I thought we all loved being corrected constantly. Yeah, it turns out she doesn't like when I'm an overbearing <laughs> asshole. Um, and my husband has even noticed it. I don't think he likes it either. And, like, it's a habit I very much want to change. I think even James Clear would give that a uh, bad grade. <laughs> well, I'm glad you found something that sounded doable and concrete there that you could tackle. Yeah, so once I had the habit in mind that I wanted to change, I did step one. That is adopt your new identity. Exactly. So I did some thinking about who I wanted to be in regard to my mother and my habits. Controlling critical daughter is not who I want to be. So basically, <laughs> I just went with the opposite. Uh, and I ended up with this as my new identity. I am a loving helper. I like that. I like Thank that. You. A loving helper. I love that. Mm-hmm. It's like Olaf the snowman in Frozen. He's just there to love you and help you. That's me. Right? <laughs> just the snowman here to love and help. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. So to make it official, I like wrote that phrase in my bullet journal to to like, you know, end the step. It felt like it felt nice and concrete. And then I got to work on step three. And step three is to make it attractive. How did you go about making your new habit attractive, Jolenta? Well, the book talks about something called temptation bundling when it comes to making things attractive. And that's linking something you don't want to do with something you do want to do. Ah, yes. And how did you go about doing this? So... All of my mom's stuff is now in New York, and she is in her own place, finally. Uh, But along with her stuff came 13 boxes of my old stuff that's been in storage since I left home at, like, 18. So a lot of what I'm doing right now to help with my mom's moving process is going through boxes and boxes of my own shit and deciding what to do with this stuff. And while I'm going through these boxes, I keep getting distracted and kind of like playing with the old toys, like, you know, enjoying my Polly Pockets or, uh, <laughs> and I mean the original Polly Pockets, like the tiny, tiny choking hazard Yeah, not ones. the reboot or like, people. Come on. Yeah, or like my Spice Girls Barbies, like took those out for a spin or my little tap shoes. And my mom can't help but hover while I do this, demanding that, like, she gets a turn to play with everything that I just played with. And then that leads to me snapping at my mom and telling her she's wasting time and she should go deal with her own boxes. So I thought, hey, what if I just bundle going through my old shit with taking the time to play with some of my best stuff with my mom? I love it. So you just threw yourself into it. You said, I'm not going to deny the play anymore. I'm going to fold this play into this habit. 
right, I'm going to love, I'm going to help, and we're going to have fun. So the next time I went to my mom's, we went through a box of mine together and found a bunch of old uh, horse horse toys, horse figurines. <laughs> uh, for those of you in the know, it's my very small briar horse collection. Uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> they're like collectible horsey figurines that used to be my jam back in the day. And uh, here are my mom and I playing with them. This one won an award. Oh, sweet. You love their little accessories. Oh, that's the best part. Uh, yeah, this feed bag is pretty nice. It's made with, like, real leather yeah. and wood. They're it's cute. So fucking awesome. And then that one should maybe be more sideways or more front. The other way, where you can see the face more. Yeah, like that. Thank Make it poop in the bucket, mom. <laughs> oh my god, Jolenta, you two are having a blast, and it is so cute to listen to. Hey, thank you. We were nerding out and loving it, and uh, there was way, way less friction once I decided to like formally pair playing around with doing the organizing I needed to do. Like, we didn't fight once. Nice, very nice. And is that how you ended your first week of living by Atomic Habits? Yes. Well, I guess that means it's time for you and I to take a break then. But before we get there, we want to hear from all of you out there who nominated this book or who've lived by it. Did Atomic Habits work for you? Do you have habits? Are they on an atomic level? <laughs> Share your story with us at kristinangelenta at gmail.com or hit up our Facebook community. That's facebook.com slash groups slash pod. And just a note there, that is our private Facebook community, not just the Buy the Book Facebook page, which we're not on very often. It's our private community. So check that out. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Okay, Kristen, we ended your first week of Living by Atomic Habits with you um, getting a little obsessive about flossing and beating yourself up for not having your jacket floss on you on a warm day. Indeed. And that's why I decided at the beginning of week two to enlist a little bit of step five. Oh, that's smart. Step five is make it satisfying. Yes. And one part of this step is to not make the same mistake twice. 
So I gave myself a firm talking to. I said, Kristen, you will never forget floss again. You will carry it on your person at all times. You will place a stack of floss by the front door and grab a pack each time you leave the house. I even took a picture of that stack of floss. I will post it on social. And I said, you will get back on that floss wagon and you will be a winner. You will never fall off the wagon again. That's what I said to myself. Wow. That is quite intense. But hey, if it works for you... Who am I to judge? What did you do after that stern self-talking to? (laughs) I went from being merely good to being great. Mm, And that would be step six. Yes. And specifically, I revisited my systems around exercise. As you may recall, in week one, I vowed to dance anytime I heard music, anytime and every time. But when I looked long and hard at what I was doing, I realized, Jolenta, I was not following my own rule at night when Dean and I watched TV. Every show and movie we watched had a soundtrack, and it was my duty to start dancing to that soundtrack, and so I did. Wait, what? uh, Are you watching Wyatt? What are you doing? What is that? I'm doing my interpretive dune dance. Don't you hear the music on the soundtrack? Why, uh, can't we just watch the movie? I've been waiting for this for a really long time. I have to do my atomic habit, honey. Um, it's my sand dance. I'm doing a doing dance. Okay, well, when you're done, maybe I'll watch the Um, this uh, is a bit distracting, and, um, I'm kind of... I think this is a very good idea if we want to watch a movie. Oh, Dean. I am so, so sorry. We all feel your pain. A lot of us have been waiting for Dune, especially sci-fi fans and Jason Momoa fans alike. So I apologize on behalf of the show. (laughs) Well, if you think that sounded bad, Jolenta, wait until the next night this happened. Honey, what are you doing? It's one o'clock in the morning. The bar's blasting music in the backyard, and my new habit is that I have to dance, as you know, so I got up and I danced. Did I scare you? Just come back to bed. Let's come up with... You can come up with a new habit in the morning. Gotta dance. Oh, Kristen, I wish I knew this was happening. I would have, like, ran over there and been like, you can pause this. You're allowed to sleep. Or, like, you can stop living by this book altogether. I'm a little worried. (laughs) Well, if it makes you feel better, I was still taking my vitamins in a mostly normal way. I mean, I feel like it's a drop in a bucket. It doesn't make me feel that much better. (laughs) Mm, Well, the truth is, Dean totally was feeling the same way as you. And so the next morning, as we sat on our balcony drinking coffee, he said this to me. There's no better way to drive you crazy than to tell you to try and fix something that's not broken. Yeah, Cameron used to say that. Our old producer. Yeah, (laughs) he did. He did. The worst thing, though, is if something, somebody tells you to track or measure something that really, really drives you over the edge. You become obsessive. And it's, it's dangerous. Thank you, Dean. Thank you for just bluntly telling it like it is. Um, Also, shout out to our old producer, Cameron Drews, for his sage, sage wisdom. Yes, they are both wise men. I love you both. And I, Kristen Meinzer, am a wise woman who doesn't need to be better tomorrow because I'm doing just fine today. Did you see what I just did there, Jolenta? 
Oh, I think I did. I think you're being extra tricky. You just did step one, which is adopt a new identity. Or in this case, go back to your old identity, which was healthier, and acknowledge that. Yeah. And I threw out the book. Or I should say I deleted the book from my phone because I had it you know, in electronic form. And I am never, ever, ever going to look at that book again. But I feel like I'm like starting to sound like verdict territory here. So just scratch yeah. what I said. Jolenta, let's talk about your second week of living by Atomic Habits. Tell me about it. Yes, let's talk about it and sort of decompress from your second <laughs> week, please. Um, I sort of went a totally opposite direction of you. I wanted to start this week easily. So naturally, I did step four. <laughs> step four is literally make it easy. Yep, exactly. Uh, and so the book mentions uh, muting group chats in this step. And I was intrigued by that because I'm in a group text with my mother and Brad that is a very active, as mm. some would say. And while we do have important things to say to each other, the group text has devolved into pictures of our dog, Frank, TikTok videos, horoscope memes, and uh, it, gets, <laughs> it gets overwhelming. Plus, Brad always tells me what's going on in the group text as it is happening. So I always get like a double dose of it. And I end up annoyed with my mom because I blame her for sending the most stuff and, like, distracting me the most. So I just muted it. Oh, Jolenta, good, good. I love how you went from blaming to muting. You don't have yeah. to blame when you're muting. What, what do you blame and on whom? Nobody. It's muted. I love that. Yeah, why well, have something that makes me annoyed and want to snap at my mom while she's, like, not even in front of me? And uh, as you can hear, none of it was, like, pressing information. Uh, your mom is really good at emojis. What, what did she say? I accidentally charged two, I had her credit card saved in my phone from last time, but then I accidentally charged two bagels to it. And she Uh asked me like, did you get two bagels with my credit card? And I said, yes, sorry. And she said, don't let that happen again. Smiley face followed by like that red monster smiley face. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. So like it's both. Happy and scary. And, like, don't let it happen again. Or like, let's not get in the habit of this. That's better than I can do. Because she can communicate everything. She conveys a lot. Thank you. Thank you for the report. And as you can hear, even, like, her emoji use is reported back. So I missed nothing. And I was way less annoyed. Nice, nice. And what did you do after that? Uh, after that, it was time to make it satisfying. Boom, chicken, boom, satisfying. That's called Mm -hmm. step five. Exactly. And for this step, the book says to build immediate gratification into your good habits. And I wanted to add some gratification to unpacking my mom's shit. Uh, During the second week of living by this book, my focus was more on getting my mom unpacked. Like I'd finished all my stuff. And she is way more distractible and all over the place than even I am when it comes to going through her own stuff. Like every single knickknack that she unwraps delicately, it makes her pause and inspect it and then tell the detailed origin story of where we were and do you remember when we got this? Oh, and, these are all of her memories. This is her mm-hmm. identity. This is this is her horse collection, Jolenta, we're talking it's about. It's her so, horses. Yeah, yeah, so I guess I'm not surprised. Yeah. So the old Jolenta would have snapped at her for making all these comments that are not helping to make things go faster and, like, aren't involved with, like, where that item will live permanently. 
um, and then tell her, like, what she should do. But the new loving helper me isn't about that shit, Kristen. Mm. Instead, I thought I'd invite my mom to tell me stories about what she's unpacking and to let myself enjoy those little story breaks. So I'm bundling, like, the story with getting the work done. So here's a little sampling of some of the stories my mom shared throughout the week. Oh, this is creepy. It's Phyllis, her sister and her husband and her mom and dad. Okay, that is so weird. They're all so creepy. said her dad, Bob's grandpa, Phyllis's dad, looked like Count Dracula. He does. Yeah, Grandma Dee Dee was a kid and she was making it when I told her. You were pregnant. Yeah, she she didn't know who she was making it for. Oh, right. And then you said, I'm pregnant. And she said, well, I'll give you this now. Oh, Jolenta, this all sounds so lovely. I love this so much. This is so great. And it sounds like there is zero snapping there on your part, just joy and joy in your mom's part too. I really love this. This is great. It was like really fun, really informative. And you know what's crazy is I realized I spent as much time giving my mom shit as she did telling stories. So like me being antsy about it and like jumping on her and telling her what to do did not ever make things go faster. It made things slower and like less enjoyable. So I was kind of amazed. That is a really great realization. And I'm curious, how did you finish off your second week? I finished off my second week with step six. Ah, yes. That's going from good to great. Because good is not enough, Jolenta. Mm -mm, mm -mm. And the book says, to be great, you should reflect on the progress you have made. That's what great people do. So at the end of my second week, I checked in with my mom to see if she noticed my habit change and the progress I was, fingers crossed, hopefully making. So lately, do you feel like I've been, like, being hard on you as much as usual? No. Yeah? I think you've been better. Yeah. Good. I've been With tr- your boundaries? I've and- been trying. I've been trying to not, like, jump down your throat and be like, this is how you have to do it, because, like, I want it to be easy for you. Because I also am realizing, like, it doesn't make things any better. It just makes it worse. It doesn't make things easier. No, it just <laughs> makes, like, you feel shitty and, like, us bicker and me feel shitty. Right. So, like, why do that? So, yeah, I've been trying really hard to just, like, support you and help where you ask for it and not, like, try to tell you how to do everything. <laughs> yeah. So... Kristen, I don't want to tread on my verdict territory, but, like, clearly I was uh, doing a little better in the loving helper department. You sound like you were. Your mom sounds like she was really feeling the difference. And uh, I got to say, I think I know what your verdict is already, but we do still have to formally deliver it. But first, of course, we do have to take a break. So stay with us. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. 
They say plants like music. Yeah, no, like really, they, they respond to the vibrations of it, which means that this playlist you're listening to, the plants are too. You know what else plants like? Organic soil from miracle Grow. It's made with all the best stuff like wood fiber and compost. Plus, it's Omri certified organic, which officially means it's made with superior ingredients. And when you give your plants the stuff that makes them happy, they won't judge you on your iffy playlist. Hear that, plants? So go ahead and give them miracle Grow. Okay, Kristen, let's get down to business. Did Atomic Habits work for you? Would you recommend it? Are you atomically habited? (laughs) Well, Jolenta, first, I want to point out some good things about this book, which Mm -hmm. I bet you never saw coming because there are some good things about this book. I will Mm. say this. Uh, First and foremost, the book is incredibly well organized. I like that the steps are clearly spelled out, and then they're also recapped at the end of each chapter. I liked uh, pairing tasks like dancing and listening to music while I was doing like errands and shopping and so on. And it was good to set myself up for success with my vitamins. So I, I still want to say that was a win, the vitamins. Total right. win. Oh, totally. Always good to take your vitamins, right? Yes. That being said... There's just like way too much focus on tracking and weight loss and size Mm. and calories and weight in this book. And that's just not good for someone like me with a history of disordered eating and body dysmorphia. Jolenta, I didn't mention this earlier, but one reason the enamel is so thin on my teeth is because of all the throwing up I used to do. And the last thing I need to do is like be more obsessed with my body. And this book definitely made that happen to me. But beyond my weight, beyond my body, there were also just a ton of blind spots in this book that drove me up a tree. For example, James Clear believes so strongly in the power of habit that he says things like, quote, your net worth is a measure of your financial habits. And come on, that's such bullshit. I mean, Mm -hmm. most people's net worth is actually a measure of generational wealth, structural inequalities, uh, racism, and loads of other things that can't be changed by cutting out that one latte a week. That's just not going to do it. And also, this book, just nitpicky here, I'm going to do it. It's just oh, yeah. too long and repetitive, this book. So long. <laughs> oh, my totally. God. I was like, you could cut like like every three paragraphs and still get the exact same message. Yes, 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 yes. So my verdict is, I'm going to try to be fair here. My verdict is that maybe Atomic Habits is good for someone who, like James Clear, is really into obsessively tracking themselves, obsessively tracking every aspect of their lives, who's really, really, really uh, into being thin and considers that a good value as opposed to a neutral or a bad one. If that's you, then maybe this book will be perfect for you. But I'm not that person, so I'm going to give this book a big fat no. And yes, I'm saying fat on purpose, James Clear. But enough about me, Jolenta. What about you? Let's hear your verdict. Ay, ay, ay. Kristen, Kristen, Kristen. I am so, so torn on this one. Call me Natalie Imbruglia because I am torn. <laughs> Please tell me reference. that's who sung that. Oh, my God. Is anybody under 35 going to know what we're talking about? We'll find out. We will find out. 
Um, it read to me like a very sort of douchey, stereotypical, like life optimization book. You know, there are lots of diagrams with like circles and arrows that like make sense when you look at it, but you're like, what is this based on? Like this, Mm -hmm. I feel like you made this out of nothing. And even when he does talk about stuff that I know has been backed up by studies and science that I've learned from like other books we've read, he rarely touches on like why the things work that he talks about working. There's just a very like trust me vibe that I'm not a huge fan of. And just there are so many like circles and arrows and words like habit cue and solution phase. (laughs) Like it's very like buzzwordy. And I feel like I did stuff with this book that was in no way mentioned in the book. There was nothing about like, you know, other people or like working on sort of internal processes and changing those. And I doubt he would think I was like being productive or like maximizing my output or like eating healthier. I was trying to solve a problem with as little energy as possible and do it with less sort of resistance and anger than before. And that did happen for me. Like going through the steps, like I was less harsh on my mom for the past two weeks. Like things went smoother. Like my habit changed. But also... Like, I don't even know if I fully live by the book because I wasn't, like, tracking my physical therapy exercises every day. So, I don't know. I feel like I don't like this book at all, but maybe it's good if you're not focusing on, like, output or, like, physical performance, but something internally, and you just sort of ignore all the, like, weight and exercise stuff. But I'm giving it, like, an 80% not recommend and 20% recommend because, like, I can't deny that it fucking helped me. And there you go. That's it for this episode of By the Book. Huge thank you. Thank you, thank you to James Clear. Just kidding. No thank you, James Clear. Thank you to our team at Stitcher, our producers, Brandon Nix, Corinne Wallace, and Daisy Rosario, and our engineer, Andy Christens. Thanks also to Nate Wyda, who composed our theme song, and to the Rizzos for performing it. And please stay in touch. Have you read Atomic Habits? Let us know your thoughts. Send us your questions, your thoughts. Our email address is kristinandjolenta at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at Jolenta G, at Kristen Meinzer, or at By the Book Pod. And we're on Instagram too, at By the Book Pod. Also, please rate us and review us in Apple Podcasts or Stitcher if you have a moment. It really only takes a moment. Literally, it's like a two-second thing. It helps other people to find the show. You just tap a little five stars. Right. Yay. So fun. Changed my life. Yes. And if you haven't already, tell a friend about the show. Until next time, I'm Jalanta Greenberg. And I'm Kristen Meinzer. Thanks so much for listening. Bye-bye. (laughs) I made like the saddest week clap. But it made it made a, a spike on the mic nonetheless. Stitcher. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. 
So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com.